What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Oblivious Games, the show that Jeff Keeley forgot about. I am one of your hosts, Jay Johnson, and joining me as always, my co-host, LaQuinza Gooby Goo Morgan. We out here. What's going on, man? Coming up on today's show, we got Apple cutting commission fees. We got the Game Award 2020 nominees. We got some Star Wars Squadron stuff and some Night City Wire information. All that more coming up on today's show, but you guys know how we do. First, let's check in with my co-host, Juarez. How's it going, big dog? Bro, it's going fantastic over here, okay? It's a Friday, you know what I'm saying? We made it through the work week. Uh, we just chilling it, you know, over here grinding, you know, Genshin. I need to get on that Destiny grind, but you know, you know what it is, man. You know, we just another day in the life. I do have to go to my parents' house tomorrow. I need to have my mom paint some, uh, paint her, her living room and put in some blinds for her. So, you know, we got that going on this weekend. But, you know, other than that, man, just we just living life, baby. What's the um, what's the color of the living room going to be? That's the real question out here. I don't think she hasn't gotten it yet. So, mm. I think we'll go with her tomorrow and probably get it. Um But... Does she have any idea or we just we just going in blind? I think I just want to... It might probably be like like a blue, like a similar coat to what's in there. They just got like all new windows put in their house. So um, they still got like, you know, paint the trim. And so she figured she might as well paint the whole damn living room. So, but I'm pretty sure it's like a light blue. blue. Oh, maybe like a sky blue. Sky blue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so what what room is this again? Is this the living room? Just the living room. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's cool. Do you have like a volunteer to do these things? So here we are. I love nothing more than being voluntold to do something. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun. <laughs> you want to do this thing, but in like, like the voice of you don't have a choice if you're like. <laughs> exactly. It's like, not really, but can I say no? Like, no, you can't. You okay. can't. Well, are, you good, you are you a good painter? Uh, TBD. TBD. Oh, you, yeah. you've never painted before. Uh, well, I've painted one wall in mm. our house. Um, because we moved to our house, my wife painted every room in it. But this is when she was an entrepreneur, and okay, she didn't have a regular eight to five like I did. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. not that I didn't want to do, what I did, but she just had it all done, and I got to do one wall of our space. How was it? Was it pretty good? Yeah, man, she was she was good. Um, uh, we painted the well, she painted the living room a. Bright, bright, bright green. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought it was very nice. Uh, however, she ended up hating it. Whoops. So, was it yeah. immediate or did it have to sit in for a little bit? Uh, it had to sit in for a little bit. I want to okay, say a couple okay. months then she was like, I kind of really hate this. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I like it. But, you know, it's neither here nor there. Yeah, um, I don't have too much uh, uh, history in painting like rooms and stuff, but uh, Jesse, we actually painted her desk legs, and it was a Ooh. whole process finding the right tone of gray. You okay, know, it okay. couldn't it couldn't be too gray, but it also couldn't be too blue. Right, right, of course. Uh, so it was a whole deal. We finally settled on somewhere between Wakanda and steel gray, some bullshit like that. I'm not really sure. Okay, I like we'll, it. We'll, we'll check her for the facts. But we painted the legs, and it was actually it was actually pretty sweet. Well, check you guys out. Mm, mm. We're painters out here. Look, look at us doing the damn thing. I mean, it, they make it look so easy, and I don't, I don't know why they only they always put like all white on. I don't understand that. 
Yeah, we did. But, we did because when we moved into our apartment, we had, they asked us like, "What do you want to? We're gonna paint. You know, what do you want to paint?" And we just said white. But I feel like we should have done like off white. But it looks nice. I mean, everything's clean and super like everything bounces light pretty well. But they did a good job. So, shouts out to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, good job. The, good the job. tape. I hate that tape. That, but that's a different story for another day. <laughs> we'll talk about painters' tape next time. But for the yeah, uninitiated, this. <laughs> This is Oblivious <laughs> Games, our weekly gaming show where me and Gooby Goob sit down and talk about uh, the week's news. Yeah, we've been doing this for a little bit. This is episode 11. Um, not a very big show for you guys today. Nothing too wild going down. We're in the midst of next gen uh, just happening. And, you know, we're kind of creeping our way into it. Warriors is uh, he's been experimenting and playing with the Xbox Series X. And I've been crying about my PS5. But, you know, as we get more uh, more into it, we'll have more kind of information regarding all that good stuff like that. But, yeah, four news items for you guys today uh, for your listening pleasure. Um, we might have a guest uh, a guest appearance by one DJ Reg. Okay, we're, it's not a tease. He's, he's going to be here. So uh, look forward to that. Or is he? Or is he, right, exactly. What if he just disappears? Look forward to that coming up a little bit later. Um, but yeah, we'll do the news as we always do. Uh, we have a couple notes that aren't like necessarily big, big newsworthy things, but I do want to kind of touch on them. Um, and then we'll end the show out with what we've been playing and what we're going to get up to this weekend. So yeah, man, words without further ado, let's uh, let's get into the news. Let's get it. I still think I want to put like a song here, but I don't fucking know what we're gonna do about that. Maybe we'll we'll talk to Rage I can and figure it out. But he'll start playing that sweet music once I start talking about the news proper. So here we go. Uh, number one, Apple cuts App Store commissions. And a surprise move to the tech world, Apple has announced its small business program that will see a reduced commission fee for smaller developers on the platform. Launching January 1st, 2021, small businesses making less than $1 million will see a 15% commission on sales compared to the normal 30%. Currently, Epic Games is in a legal dispute over Apple's alleged harmful business practices. This move comes as a small win as the tech world looks to create a more inclusive marketplace for burgeoning companies. Juarez, uh, in a move that we never thought would happen, Apple has kind of backed down a little bit, man. What do you think? Thanks, Fortnite. <laughs> exactly right. Thank you, Epic. You know, somebody had to take somebody had to take that bullet, man. And uh, I'm this this is good to see though, you know, especially for the you know, a little smaller company. Granted, I mean, like a million dollars of like profit isn't really like small. Yeah, uh, but that's just me, though. You know, just like the uh, IRS definition of a small business is the amount of employees you have, not the amount of money you make. Which is very strange. Um, which is very, very strange. But I mean, it's not like I mean, I don't know. I don't feel like Apple ain't gonna lose either way because like. I mean, hell, they made like $519 billion in commerce last year. So, like, I mean, ain't like it's no skin off their back, you know? So, yeah. Um, but, it, but it is good to see, you know, that at least, at least try to, um, you know, give some of the small businesses a little, a little bit more, like, I don't know, stay in power and let them keep a little bit more of their money. So, that's, that's always a good thing. Yeah. No, it's a good, um, talking about how much money they do make is pretty important too because i feel like even though they're doing 15 and it hates to be it hates to sound like super greedy about this but yeah i feel like they could it could be like 10 percent really or even less and uh, i think a big part about this is promotion too i mean you know we've had this discussion about the race to the bottom and you know loot boxes and you know the mobile market and how it's kind of changed right. everything i feel like in this um in this bid to finally get smaller developers involved and have them actually you know feel like they're not being you know robbed of their creations i feel like a promotional aspect to be you know could pretty cool as be pretty cool as well on apple's side because i mean the app store is fucking crowded as it is you know what i'm 
Oh yeah. You know, I mean, it's only what one point eight million apps, maybe only half <laughs> half a billion people visit the uh, you know, uh, the app store every week. So you know, it's whatever. Yeah. No, I mean, but I think uh, I, I, the reason I put it at the top, I think this is pretty cool because I mean, for Apple to move like this, I mean, it's not a small feat. I mean, they've, like you said, they've they've got a lot of a lot of a lot of stake in the game, and even with all that money, it means that it's going to take a whole lot for them to move. But man, fucking Fortnite and Epic, like they, you know, we're going to get to Tim Sweeney talking shit a little bit later. But I mean, they they really did kind of force their hand here, and I'm. I think it's good, right? It's, it's definitely good, uh, better than bad. And hopefully we see more of this and, you know, people can follow Apple's and, you know, even Epic's to kind of start off with their kind of influence on the market. And hopefully we'll get more, you know, more better business practice for smaller businesses in these in these areas, you know? Right. Bet, it's always bet. a good thing. Always a good thing. Moving on up out here. All right, number two, the Game Awards 2020. It's that time of year again. The industry has in- oh, sorry, has answered Jeff Keighley's call and submitted their top games of the year. Going down to December 10th, 2020, uh, Cyberpunk Day for all the people out there yes. taking a check at home. <laughs> the presumably digital event will shine a light on some of the year's brightest games. Affectionately dubbed the Keeleys, the show has been growing bigger and bigger since its official debut in 2014. While the show has seen uh, criticism in the recent years for being a little too advertising heavy, they had that whole uh, what was that? That soda sponsorship or whatever fuck it was. All that silly shit. Uh, we nonetheless look forward to the end of the year shenanigans. Juarez, we got the game of the year nominees in. We got the whole list. I'm going to hop in and out of kind of my favorite ones. But I think at first we're going to hit the uh, the game of the year nominees. So we got six of these bad boys here. And I'll read them to you as follows. Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> Ghosts of Tsushima, uh, Hades, Half-Life, Alex, and The Last of Us 2. So just quickly, just a, a quick uh, game here. Give me your game of the year from that list. The Last of Us. The Last of Us two. Part 2. You know the business. First one you said, Big Fart. <laughs> Final Fantasy 7 Remake. <laughs> Ghosts of Tsushima. <laughs> Hades. I don't know. I haven't played that one. Or Half Life and played it. The Last uh-huh. of Us Two is a masterpiece of a game. Okay, oh, masterpiece. Ten out of ten. Nine point five out of ten. Ooh, okay, okay. I take points off for the way they let Ellie get the fuck beat out of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. Not cool, <laughs> and it hurt my soul. Okay, multiple times she got her shit yes. wrecked. And Abby is a, like a monster. The lady's a monster. Okay, she was <laughs> she was she was hunting ass. He was hunting In your the ass best down. kind of way. And I was like, Jesus, lady, go away. <laughs> <laughs> but visually, you know, story wise, it's a great game. Even you know, just everything about that game is just wonderful. So, uh, mm-hmm. for me, you know, it was worth the wait. Um, uh, but so I, I enjoyed it. Um, definitely get my game of the year pick. Yeah, that's a good pull. And I'm sorry, guys, I missed one game on there. My notes Uh-oh. are bad. Uh, Animal Maybe Crossing New Horizons <laughs> uh, from Nintendo is uh, also yeah. I just there. left it off there intentionally. Oh, intense motherfucker. God yeah. damn you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need Ain't, no game, ain't no game of the year. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, listen, listen. Uh, it sold like 20 million copies in like a month and a half. So if that's not a game of the year, I don't know what the fuck to tell you is. You know? Yeah, but, uh, you know, back here in the 80s, they also sold Pet Rocks. Was it the best toy of the year? Huh? <laughs> Pet Rock. A fucking, um, 
what are the things you like you put the you put them in the tank and they like tamagashi whatever it is like the little water pets yeah and that shit yeah that's not a cool that's not a good toy yeah people sell like you know what this shit look goofy as fuck I'm gonna buy one the yeah people slinky, gonna buy it the slinkies are really good toys well no okay mm. that ain't I, it I think maybe root- listen listen I bought that game okay you haven't played it though I played it for ten minutes of it I made my little city. Or my little whatever, my campsite, whatever. I don't even know what it was. And then I stopped playing, okay? It sounds like you got to play more wars. Sounds like I might have to. But, you know, the last was two. It's a vibe is all I'm saying. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, From this list, I was... Man, I've been talking a lot of good shit about Ghost of Tsushima late, lately. And it's still, it's still really up there. And it still does give me the vibes. But, I mean... When I really do, and I, it could have been some recency bias on my part, but when I think about it, man, the time that I spent with The Last of Us 2, like that, for Naughty Dog to do what they did in that game, for them to make you care about LA, for them to make you, not LA, you already care about LA, but for you to make you care about, um, damn, what's her name? Uh, Abby. Abby, sorry, Abby. Mm-hmm. And uh, really be in that that whole plight with her is like fucking fantastic. Uh, Doom Eternal, I haven't really messed with it a lot. I've played a couple first boards, maybe. Um, I love Doom 2016, so I can rest assured that there's probably more of the you know more of that great stuff final fantasy 7 remake that game was fucking fantastic but ooh, it was a little rough around the edges um it was two hours too long yeah and i mean i i like the ending actually the ending actually really, really oh dope. okay you're, all right you're a like kingdom heart fan in the house okay yeah it was just a fucking ridiculous man and i loved it so much you know i love a really good weird ass boss battle so you know sue me out here um, I've watched Jesse play a shit ton of Animal Crossing and that game looks fantastic as well. And I'm really, I mean, come on. It's good feels out here, Wars. You got to get shots out to the good feels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, I thought it was the game of the year category, not good feels of the year category. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad, man. I mean, disrespect. <laughs> I didn't know that was uh, intertwined together. My bad. <laughs> uh, Hades coming from Super Giant Games. Man, I definitely want to check that out as well. Uh, I love um, Transistor and Bastion. All those games are really good. Um, so I definitely want to check out Hades. Hades is seeming like it's kind of like those, but more in a um, a roguelike kind of aesthetic. You know, you got to mm. go in there, you do your things, you die, you make your runs. Um, so that's looking pretty interesting. I know that you are kind of looking at it as well. So hopefully we'll yeah. get a chance to check yeah, those out. Yeah, I'm download. What's, what's it on? Uh, it's on Steam right now, I believe. On the Steam? Nah, don't quote me. I'm pretty sure you can find it everywhere else, but it's been mm. it's been heavily advertised on Steam though. And I know you're there, so that's probably the best place to get it, I would assume. Bet. Um and then yeah, go to Tsushima, like play that game if you have it. Shouts out to Sony though. I mean, they've got they've got two and a half technically first party games in here. I know Final Fantasy VII isn't a an exclusive because it'll be on consoles and PC next year, but they actually had a really big year. Uh, I think they got 23 nods overall in all categories, and that's like second place all time for Game Awards next to Nintendo. 23? Yeah, I think they got 23 nods, either 23 or 22, and I think the record is 24 held by Nintendo in 2017 when the Switch launched, and they had uh, and mm. they had fucking Zelda and Mario that, in the same that, year, and they cleaned the fucking house up. So That makes sense. Yep. But um, yeah, so I guess a couple more categories. Uh, that I kind of want to go through. Uh, I really just want to go through one, but I'm just kind of scrolling through here. I believe it's best action game. Let me find it. Let me find it. Um, 
Yep. So best action adventure, here are the category or here are the nominees here. Assassin's Creed Valhalla from Ubisoft, Ghost of Tsushima from Sucker Punch, uh, Ori in the World of Wisps from Moon Studios, that's Xbox Joint, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, shouts out to you, Rage from Respawn, and then the last one was part two from Naughty Dog, and the last one, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales from Insomniac Games. First of all, whereas Miles Morales should be uh-huh. of the year. But I'll I'll take best action adventure games. So vote for it here, everybody. You heard it first. Best full price DLC game of the year. Are you right? I can't wait for you to play it though. You're gonna eat all your words. Can't wait. Can't wait. I uh, got downloaded, so it's fine. Yeah. Do you like the Game Awards? Words? Uh, I never watched it. Look, I mean, I mean, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cool that you know he comes out, he does his Game Awards things, obviously, but it's like a big advertisement basically for like. He premieres he premieres trailers for games and shit like that, and then uh-huh. um, you know have he runs the ad space and shit. So it's actually a pretty cool party. Um, sometimes it get a little weird with like all the performances and shit like that, but he's kind of made it tighter in the last couple of years of just getting to the point, as it were. So, how do you feel about award shows in general, though? I suppose I like award shows in general, man. Okay, then you I know, think you like the all, game awards. Yeah, though. it's always good to you know give respect to the people who put who put in the work. You know, The Last of Us, especially. Just give all you the know. shouts out to yes, uh just give them everything. Let me know, see here. Well, let me just see. God of War. All that good stuff, you know? All Because the, they're in a lot of categories, The Last of Us too. So they're in the game of year. They're in best direction. They're in best narrative. <laughs> they're in best art mm, direction. Best everything, huh? <laughs> they're in best score and music. They're definitely going to be in best audio design. They're best performance for Ashley Johnson as Ellie and Laura Bailey as Abby. Uh, they are not in games for impact. Best ongoing shouts out Destiny Two Bungie. What's up? What's up, Bungie? Uh, let's see, let's see. They are innovation accessibility. Naughty Dog. They actually have really good accessibility um, options as well. They're not in VR, obviously. Mm, best action adventure. Yeah, they're everywhere. So chances are the Last of Us Part Two is gonna fucking clean house. Is what we're trying to say. Oh, it is. You know what it is. Mm, big bet, big bet. All right, well, shit, yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back uh, with some Star Wars Squadrons news and a little a little guest appearance by our, our, favorite, our favorite Jedi. Stick with us. What's up, guys? Thanks for listening to today's show. Uh, if you want to check us out, you know, go to our website. We are obliviouspod.com. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with what's going on with us, also check us out on socials. For Instagram, we are at obliviouspod. And then on Twitter, we are at obliviouspod1. Uh, give us a follow. Tell us we're pretty. Tell us you love us. Tell us we're great. All right, back to the show. All right, next up on the news rundown, we have number three, the Star Wars Squadrons update. Well... Look what we have here. After multiple denials, EA Motive has announced new content for its fresh Star Wars flight sim. Coming in two waves in November, then a December update, players can expect new maps, new ships, and a new flight and new flight components. This all comes as a surprise because the budget title was teased as being a one-off with no room for expansion. It seems that the fever for the game and its community has changed the plans. Players can look forward to the first patch coming November 25th. So coming all the way from Alderaan, DJ Rage I can out here. What do you think about the update? You know, I don't like to take credit for th- things Jesus and just like, Christ. you here know, just toot my own horn about things. 
especially when it comes to Star Wars, I'm pretty humble and I like to keep my mouth, my opinions to myself, <laughs> all that, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, I believe I, you know, we all saw how free the B wing was trending. Um, okay, I'm gonna stop. So basically, yeah, I'm just so fucking hyped for this 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 update, and I'm already, uh, as you guys know, we were talking in the pre-show, super hype because uh, today was the new episode of The Mandalorians, uh, season two, chapter four. And I'm, if if for all my Star Wars folk out there, and I know I've haven't been you know in in your feeds uh, lately, um, today was a good day, and and you all know why, but. Um, yeah, this update is uh, the, the game is like just it's kind of people have been kind of joking in the community that or not joking, but people have been saying that this is just a beta. Like, um, and I know the the controversy I guess is from the comments from the developers early on. Right, um, right. And so, and, and saying yeah, that they were just doing one thing. Yeah, I remember us talking about this. I guess that's a good place to start. I remember us talking about this, and I was just, I mean, they're, I was thinking, there's no way that like that that, that that's not. What do you, and I always see the last, I'm going to read the quote. I, I always see the last part of the quote um, quoted. Um, but, I mean, he, so I'll just say it. He says, never say never. And this is on uh, this upload site. It, it's cited in the Verge article for this release of, of, of the update. Um, never say never, so to speak. But as far as our philosophy goes, we're not trying to treat the game as a live service. Uh, says Ian Fraser, creative director on Star Wars Squadrons. We don't want to say it's almost done and then dribble out more of it over time, which to be honest is how most games work these days. So we've tried to treat it in kind of an old school, old school approach, saying, you've paid the $40, this is the game, and it's and it's re-quoted, like the single quote. You've paid, so he's, you know, he, you've paid the $40, this is the same game, it's entirely self-contained. Uh, we're not planning to add more content. This is the game, and we hope you understand the value proposition. Which, honestly, that last sentence, I was like, damn, is he upset? Was he having a long day? It seems like... <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, so... I don't know. Like, I get I get why people are like, well, they said they weren't going to update it, and they weren't going to add anything. But I honestly, like, I, I, I just go back to... And, and this I think he's talking about microtransactions. He's, he's referring to that Fortnite Ultimate Team 100%. loot box model, and he's like, he was. I think he was kind of slyly. I, I like these. Like he knows what he. Like I don't think <laughs> I would be surprised. There is there. Okay, well, well, let's stay in this dimension. Sorry. Well, it you know if that this is Star Wars, and that's the other thing where people are like, well, he said on Reddit and stuff, and like this, the people are like acting very shocked, and I, I'm like not shocked, I'm just hype, and I'm like, I'm shocked that it came this fast, but I, of like, course, that's what I'm I not shocked it happened, like, this was, oh, like, I don't, like, and so, I think, like, but that, that, that opening line is, is interesting, because I think, like, it, there is a sly call out to, like, the predatory stuff that's out there, and this whole loot box conversation, the microtransaction conversation, and the way they've rolled this out, um obviously they're they're saying we're never going to do that. And so okay, this update comes along and we're getting two new ships, one for each the rebel side and um and the empire side, which the land the rebel ship is my my the one it's the B-wing. It's here. Um it's bomber class, but it's like a bomber fighter class and so it seems like it's going to be like a mix between X-wing, Y-wing. Um they the developers have kind of said that 
Um, you know, there still will be reasons to use the Y-Wing. I would say I feel like the Y-Wing, I mean, obviously in Fleet Battles, if you're familiar with the game, um, which is a game mode where it's kind of like a tug of war and it's a big team battle and you have your your big kind of capital ships that are AI controlled and there's different objectives in order to... I like that mode a lot, actually. Yeah, it's it really great. I'm actually very... Fun. Well, I don't play it a lot because unless I'm playing like AI or something because um, I don't have any friends to play with. So... <laughs> Um, unless I want to talk is, to this randos. This is you and Warriors on Genshin. That's what y'all are yeah. right here. <laughs> um, and so I don't really play a lot. But it is, yeah, it is cool. But I just I usually just dogfight and, you know, just grind, just trying to get better at the game. But And that's the thing. I, I, what I've said earlier, I think, in my diatribe is, like, people have been treating this like a beta. And, you know, $40. Um, and I think, and it's not, like, I, I think games do this now is, and, you know, they just put it out and I like, and they're trying to see what the response is. And I think well, that's a, that's a yeah. good thing because it's like, I think what you were kind of getting at in the, in his little quote was that it's almost like he's lowering expectations, which I think is good, especially with the motive. Cause I mean, they kind of, they promised a campaign for battlefield two, battlefront two rather. And then it kind of didn't go over as well as everyone wanted. So to come out here, have a product, say this is the product, but then add to it as kind of a, you know, let me be surprised and impressed rather than let me be disappointed of a kind of situation. Yeah. No, I think, yeah. I, sorry, I was having a little bit of audio, so I didn't like get all of that. Okay, Craig. Mother, Craig, Craig being a real motherfucker today. I'm Craig sorry. is out here being a motherfucker. It's all uh, good. We'll work him out. Every day. Uh, so, sorry, if you want to just repeat that. Yeah, I got you. Anyway. Basically, I was getting from the quote when you were reading it is that he's setting this up at least they set it up too, right? It's like budget friendly, 40 bucks. It's a smaller project. They're setting it up and saying, hey, we're going to give you this experience and we're going to hope that you guys like that yeah. with the expectation that it's just that. And then yeah. if you have, either, either if they have the time or you have the, you know, the the fandom, then they, they can expand onto it more. Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a let me impress you rather than yes. let me upset you kind of a model, you know? Well, and they're listening. They're, 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 the model is built for them to listen and then optimize on what the community tells them right like it's set up like that from the get-go and which is one of the best things that they're doing like the community is happy it is a very like from what i've seen that what i've experienced of it the twitch the guys i like follow on twitch or and even the reddit threads it is a very happy community like they are like we are sorry i'm a part of it i don't need to say they we like yeah of course like get in and, there, and big there is, talk your I shit. I think in the beginning there was a lot of negativity of like certain things, certain bugs. I think the rank bug is not still completely fixed. But like oh I don't God. care. Like I don't crushed. care. Like I don't care if the rank bug like I'm I, I know the super competitive people do, and it, it is it is like important to fix that. I get that. But like I'm just saying, like the tone and all the like what I'm seeing and just seeing on, on the game is is players are just genuinely enjoying being in the cockpits of their favorite ships and the dogfight and like the mechanics like everyone sees the potential for this game i think whether they're talking about it in a more negative or positive sense and so i think yeah i just think i don't think it's like either these extremes of they have no idea that they, they were going to make a thing and now they completely change course or you know uh you know that it's all they're just like they're all misdirects or whatever not that it like super matters but you know what i'm saying like they this i feel like it's just the model and the way they're developing this game is just really great and it like it Mm. and i don't i think it's star wars in general in the way and i think look at what's happening with the mandalorian obviously from a star wars sense i think star wars is just really firing on all cylinders when it comes to like the kind of content they're putting out like obviously and they have been for a while and i mean i'm biased but so i'll I'll come back down off that not even a little bit but but no like i don't i 
I would say maybe they don't realize how much of a lightning in the bottle this is yet, but I don't know how they couldn't like they're like this game, like mechanically is just, it's the base of the game is so strong already. And there's so little content within the game that like, it's they, we are captivated and we are happy and we are enjoying ourselves. And it's not, you know, it's not very toxic to an extent. I, you know, that's why I don't play fleet battles. Cause, and then it's not a squadrons problem, but I don't, you know, the randos like, I'm like there it's sometimes you get some, some, some nice people, but right, like, right. it's not, it's not copacetic to teamwork. <laughs> I'll just say that. Um, and I'm too lazy to go find a discord and make friends. Nobody wants to do that. So, that sounds um, like war. Exactly. I've done that on Genshin. So I think I will. I will eventually, but I, I, I'm not Genshin to a friends? level. I think for me, I'm just waiting to be to a level where I'm like very confident. Like I have good days and bad days. Generally, if I don't fly a lot, like I'm going to be bad. Like it's it's just, it's a game that obviously you need to be like up on your practice on and get like, of course, get your hours in the cockpit. I, I think about actually Zach Braff um, from in that, in their podcast. Um, I don't forget what episode it was, but. Zach Braff talked about how he used to fly uh, planes and stuff, and he wants to get certified on jets and stuff. And he's talking. Tom, about- you're listening to the Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Every now and then, yeah. <gasps> you didn't know. That. I best, mean, yeah, be- I don't. I've only listened to a few episodes, but yeah, like on the some best, of the best, best theme song in the business. Oh, so good, my god. But yeah, and he just talks about like all that because I didn't. It's all the hours you put in the cockpit, right? And it's just yeah. like, it makes sense, and because it is a flight simulator, even though someone on the panel was trying to say it wasn't earlier. <laughs> But what's that? Then? Hmm? War is. Does this get your? Yeah. Does this get your giblets going to jump in the cockpit with us to play some uh, Star Wars? That's gonna be a no for me, dog. I know. <laughs> That's okay. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll convert you eventually. What's it? What's it on? What y'all playing Every- it on? Everything. It's on Xbox One. It's a weird time because, and that's another thing. Like, so, so sorry. I, I'll back on topic. I know we're. I'm getting off on a tangent here, but like back. To, You're like, okay. I just think like they're doing a good job. Like I don't like I don't all this fuss about like well they said. I'm like I never like they're they're gonna put content into this game. Like it's it's gonna happen. They're gonna there's more components like that are coming out. Obviously the B wing, which is what I described a bomber fighter class, it's gonna be. Yeah. And they said even like they're you're still gonna need to use the Y wing. Like it's it's just a different way of play. Um, if you know the game, like this is not obviously our first review. I'm just coming in to talk about the news and just kind of give my impressions of, of the game as it goes. And I'm obviously very happy with it, so I don't think I really need to explain that anymore. But, um, but yeah. So uh, then on the Empire side, that's a Tie Defender. I'm not as familiar with that ship. It's a super dope looking ship. It's kind of like got the three. Um, three wings instead of the two wings, uh, kind of looking like a yeah, like a tr- three-winged tie interceptor, basically. Um, I guess supposed to be similar to the B wing, but that's the thing. Like Empire and Republic play so much differently. Like yeah, or em- sorry, Empire and Rebels play so much differently. Anyways, like the play styles. Um, and and it's and, but still leaves room for you to have your own personal play style. It really is a mesh of all the, the ways of the mechanics of the game. And you can, it's not that like, if you want to be a, like, if like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like in past games, it might be like, if there's a bomber class and with any game really like that has these sorts of class based, like there's a heavy class, right. Where it's just like, okay, if you want to have heavy, like 
weaponry, like really heavy ammo and like heavy guns, you're going to be slower. And it's like very like that makes sense. And that's true within the Thai bomber. But then now they're bringing in these other like ultimate bombers, which are actually faster, like X-Wings. And all at the same time, you can go into these X-Wings and whatever ship it is and like change components to where I can make an X-Wing just as strong and as slow as a fucking bomber Mm. and powerful in that mold. It's got it's not like completely, but like if I want to go into the components and change shit up, that's usually how I run it. I like running really slow, uh, like strong ships, so I have more time to right. react to like if I have somebody on my because that's the thing. It's all just it's just multitasking. There's all these different things that are happening at the same time. Just like you would be doing if you're like dogfighting, like you're flying, you're shooting, you're trying to spot, you know, all these sorts of things. You're talking, you're communicating. A lot of like something I've talked about. Um, ad nauseum with you guys how many times I've like changed my controls up customizing the controls is like the like my best and my biggest advice for anyone getting this game just get in this get open up the game go to practice mode and fly like and just and like and yeah go through the different the three different presets control settings and change stuff up the custom I would love that's another thing and I hope under the hood I didn't see them announce anything like that but I would love to see them kind of update that interface the customizable controls interface I think it's a little it could be better and just with some like kind of better, like it's like I'll be going through the whole thing and like accidentally like mess one thing up and forget where I am. Right. And then I have to like start all over. And there's just some, some stuff that kind of small thing, but customize the controls. Cause like I've customized them a bunch of times being left-handed and stuff and going back and forth. But yeah, it's just, and that's, and I think it's designed to do that. Like it's just, it's right. your, it's your, it's your experience. With, right? You can, however you want to, wherever you want to fire your guns from or, you know, I do appreciate that. Yeah, big deploy time, your stuff, sure. and, and that that's part of like I, I think it's I don't think if the default setup works for you, that's cool. But obviously, for other people, it doesn't, and it makes a difference. Like because I did just kind of go default, and I like kind of got to right. a place where I felt like I was getting better, but like it just wasn't on. It just didn't feel good, and I just like flying in practice mode anyways. Um, and I just started changing stuff and noticed, and like even though I like would go back a few, like go back ten yards to go forward, right? You know, I it. It eventually I, I would go further than what I did before. So like going back, to, yeah. And I thank you for our podcast, our my cross dominant conversation that really got my brain working that 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 dimension. So, hey, yeah. we killed it out here. Yeah, I think. And so yeah, new components, new a new race, a new alien race is coming to the game as well, which is oh, cool. Shit. And it has some like Star Wars lore type of things. I won't go. I've already like gone on, on enough about Star Wars, but yeah, it's just gonna be the first update in november uh coming up soon or if not already by the time uh, you, november 25th yeah yep. by the time you hear this i don't know but um uh, that's just going to be the quality of life update and then the full like with the ships and a new map sorry that was the other big thing uh, a new map um is coming um in december all the big stuff oh and the new uh private matches huge huge for the game especially for the esports scene of it that's another cool thing i think this game is doing really well like on streaming doing really well like they've had some like creator tournaments and stuff you know you're seeing some i'm getting to watch some streamers uh like avenger one i think is one i really like shouting him yeah. out um it's, it's insane these guys are using hotis and like or j- joysticks and these and he used to be like a top pilot on a or like on a different similar game back in the day on a different platform or something yeah. i guess um, but yeah, it's you can just tell the you can tell like going in there and the Reddit's people are very happy with this game and it's pretty exciting. It's just it's I'm just loving it. So thrilled sounds like. Well, that's cool. I mean, I gotta I gotta eat a little crow on that because I was saying that they probably. I mean, I, I was 
same same way like believing that they they were going to keep it kind of stagnant but um i guess this all kind of proves more to me that i really do think that if they keep this going into the next year as far as like adding things and developing it even more as it get feedback and as they're trying to make it a perfect game or just a better game as all games do as we see you know in the modern era of of patches and updates i really want them to put even more money behind it because like it does have like a really cool shell to it and i like that it's like so focused and with room to grow and i know that they don't want to like throw the money at it to like yeah uh have too much expectation but i think I think it's almost like a third time's the charm, you know, Battlefront, Battlefront 2, and now this, like from Motive. Like, I feel like yeah. whatever the next outing is, whether it's a Squadrons versions 2 or, yeah. you know, Battlefront 3, I feel like they've taken their lumps in the Star Wars universe so mm-hmm. far. And I think now they're really starting to click to see what the, what the fans want and yeah. giving them an experience that's actually true to what it is to be like in that universe and with that fan. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that's exciting to see. And we'll definitely have you back as uh, as we get more because me, me and Wars, we have like two sentences to say about this shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and yes. I want to do no, <laughs> yeah, and no, I, 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 I'm I mean, really, yeah, I know it's still, that's, that's my point. Well, it's still early, like, I, I like the game's probably coming to Game Pass, like, we're going to next gen, yeah, you know, which I'll hopefully get on and talk with y'all soon about. Cause I'm, of course, of course, we gotta, yeah, we gotta talk about that, but I mean, then there's stuff, and where that's not the topic today, but there's obviously some kind of upset PS5 potential owners in the squadrons community with the kind of release of how the next gen versions will look yes tech specs yeah, wise Sony's, do you want to talk about yeah, that at so, all or well we can just i mean the the, the long and short of it is that um sony has there's no um ps5 version yet yeah and the ps4 version that runs on ps5 backwards compat is going to be capped because ps4 pro which is the highest of the last gen had its own caps their caps were um for the most part resolution to have better frame rate while the xbox one x had higher caps for or had no caps for resolution um and because it had more horsepower however while that is weird and like a bad thing on the surface sony was doing it purposefully so that you would get the most performance right. out of the PS4. And people were talking shit because there's a whole battle of 4K versus checkerboard of 4K. And Digital Frowny had a whole video about this where they actually were like, no, it's probably smarter for these boxes to not run native 4K. Because first of all, no one necessarily needs native 4K. And you're going to hit a better frame rate if you have a checkerboard of 4K. And you're not going to notice the difference. And if you really want to do the the digging and like the, the dirty work for it, just for an example, Sekiro Shadows Die, tr- Shadows Die Twice um backwards compat on xbox series x with all its components and all this shit running the fastest thing ever can't hold a steady 4k 60 on the new console while the ps5 backwards compat version can because that old code is built for a more a little bit lower resolution but at a stable frame rate so you're seeing so right now it sucks and i'm, I'm gonna say to the people out there with the ps5 and ps4 if they're looking at this game and they're like oh shit you know this is gonna be bad give it some time give it a little bit it's gonna even exactly. out because those is this was just a backwards compatibility so, issue that Sony used before it had the power. Now they have the power, and it's going to net out probably better for you in the long run once it all kind of. Well, that's my out, well, so. okay then, that because that was going to be my next question. Make me because I am wanting. I think I want a PS5. You know, I think that's where I'm leaning right now. Yeah. And so I shouldn't, as a Squadrons player, should I? Do you? Is it just bad news, or do you think still it's gonna? They'll eventually. Or do you think that's going to be the performance period? That's like if they're not. If I mean, 
you have to go PlayStation because you want the the VR. So it just has right. to be that, where that's going to be go. where I'm going to go. Um, and I think and and, and oh, sorry, just real quickly, my thing on the what the specs are, which on I think on PlayStation, it's just it's basically like there's no 1440p 120 mode. You're capped at 4K 60. Yep. That's basic. Like there's other little things, but I think that's really kind of the difference. There are worse things in the world. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. I'm kind of like that. If that's it, and that's if I never get anything better, is that amazing? Yeah. Am I upset about that? It's a little bum. I could love to play in 120, even have the four. But like, I'm still yeah. gonna play Squad. It's still gonna be a great experience. I'm very the v, like we have no idea what PSVR like for five uh, uh, like it's four than five, right? Like PSVR is on. Yeah, four. they haven't announced anything yet for it. Like, yeah, the and, PS. Yeah. So maybe it's only going to be the PS uh, VR from the PS4 um, that yeah. is squadron compatible, but I don't think so. I think when they come out with like VR, I would just have to think when they show off the new VR that Squadrons is going to be in that sh- like in that show. So that's what I was about to say. I think I think in the line of thinking that Squadrons is like sneakily updating and developing things, yeah. then that's going to be it's going to carry yes. on. It's not going to just be chopped that's, off. That's so. the vibe I, I think. Get. Yeah, I think I think the outlook is is bright. I think. Um, yeah, I think if, if you want VR, that's the only place to go. And so I, sorry, I think Goob, I'm not getting... I mean, maybe I'll eventually I'll get that little white one, the little white Xbox, but... Oh, yeah, Wars have said he's, he's going Team Xbox. <laughs> he's going to go on Team PlayStation out here. Let's go, baby! We're just covering all the bases now, you know? We're everywhere, I mean, man. Let's make it a PlayStation t- I mean, to be fair, like, like, y'all are always on both anyway, so... I mean, you just have a Jay's preferred and Goose preferred. This is actually... I, I think I will still get a... I'll just get the, like cheaper like the xbox s series s that's, that's maybe a smart at way some to go. point that's what microsoft wants you to if, do get game if, pass get an xbox yeah, series x maybe. and get something else um because maybe there'll be some games or, and i do love game pass don't get me wrong um mm. so i don't know but i i do think i'm just gonna bite the bullet and go ps5 digital edition but let's fucking go wars how you feel about that hey little man you do you boo boo <laughs> All right, Rage. Okay. I don't care. I'm being on my PC anyway. I don't care. <laughs> well, hey, if anybody wants to play some squadrons with me before I go, first of all, thanks for having me. Glad to be on the show. Y'all doing great. You know, real proud out here. Seeing y'all killing it. Best game show. No one's talking about. Let's go. No cap, cap, cap. Right. Um, but yeah, so if y'all want to play some squadrons with me in the community, please, please hit me up. Um, and we'll play some squadrons. I'm on Xbox One right now. That's all I got for the time being. Um, At Rage I Can yeah. on Xbox. And then, okay, and that'll be my parting squadrons thought. The, the last thing because it's on that and it's on the topic of the PS4 versus PS5, and a tease for that conversation coming soon to a new episode of Games. I'm just doing all the things right now. Let's go, man. Produce um, the fuck out of this show, man. I love you, Rage. Let's, let's the, keep it going, man. Squadrons <laughs> is what made me. Re- kind of pushed me to Sony and it, VR was one of them but the other one that I've kind of really just kind of figured out because I kind of always knew I wanted to be in the next wing right with the VR but with the customization of the controls of the v- controller difference and being left handed and the offset joysticks um, and I think I'm I'm interested it's still I, well TBD but like I do remember my PS2 experience that was my best so, probably my best video game like some of the best you know gaming i did was on ps2 as and when i was a kid um like that was in a minute um and so i always liked those i always like gave those controllers a hard time but i was always playing like a right-handed player and i'm now starting to kind of like adjust and it's more balanced and exactly jay and so i always with my xbox controller you know you always y'all always give me shit because like 
I the um they look torn up because the um left joystick will be like the uh, rubber. It's because it's so far for you. Is what you're saying? Like I don't the, know. I'm, weird... I'm thinking. I'm wondering if that's part of it. You know, like, mm. and so I'm really excited about the new DualSense too. And I, that, I think I just need a balanced controller where it's like the sticks are the same because that's what I'm saying. It's like a physical. Like I've gone through controllers because I keep rubbing. Yeah. The, like I just can't keep that rubber on the controller. And I don't have the elites, granted. And so I'm not saying the elites would probably be better. But yeah, it's always been. Uh, a thing like like yeah. a left-handed problem i guess is what shouts I out to the dual sense because yeah. i haven't i haven't booted it up properly yet but they've been giving lots of lots of love to it yeah. so that might be the one to go right. for so so that's that's the other thing and so we'll talk about that later but hope you'll have a great rest of your show and thanks for having me big bet thank you dj rage i can't everybody for coming on bro <laughs> our favorite Jedi. We could literally have him just talk about Star Wars for hours and hours and hours, and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, we'll have to have him back, though, to, to get some more news out there. Um, but yeah, man, Star Wars uh, Squadrons update coming out pretty soon for you guys. Uh, so check it out and hit up DJ Rage I Can. I guess it'd be at Rage I Can on Xbox is what his handle is. Uh, R-A-G-E-I-C-A-N, at Rage I Can. All right, whereas last one of the day, yep. number four on the news, Night City Wire Episode 5. As the most hyped game of the year approaches, we have been given more story details in our first look at console gameplay. Night City Wire Episode 5 heavily featured our beloved Keanu Reeves and his turn as the rocker revolutionary Johnny Silverhand. While hearing those great bits about him doing mocap, we got a glimpse at just how integral he is to the main campaign. And guess what? It's pretty big. Our very first look at console gameplay was also pretty impressive with side-by-side footage of Xbox One X and Series X showing promisingly stable gameplay. We can only only improve as we get closer to that beautiful december 10th release day juarez man we're so close here we're it's what it's 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 november 20th december 20th is is right around the corner uh we've got console gameplay for the first time and i we kind of we kind of touched on this a little bit you're a little afraid um to run uh cyberpunk on your pc so you were thinking about going the console side and you got the series x so you probably might as well so man what are you thinking about this new gameplay out here for our uh our hotly anticipated cyberpunk excited man it looks good um i think i am gonna go with the series x though just so i don't you know my, my pc isn't like no big you know, monstrosity that can just run any and all games. Uh, you know, it can run Destiny at 60 frames and, you know, uh, some smaller titles. But, um, I like, my my thing is, like, I feel like we know what we know what Cyberpunk is now. You know, five years ago, we, you know, we knew what, like, most of it was. Right. Um, but, like, like, I follow, like, the Cyberpunk, like, YouTube channel. Yeah. Like, whenever they put stuff out, I watch it. But I'm just like, okay, man, like, the, the hype has been, it's there. Like, we know the game gonna be tight, you know. Like just, you know, get it out, get it to so us, I can yeah. play it. Like just stop, you know. Wait, I'm not saying like no, it's okay. Stop the delays, you know. what I'm saying to you know, you know, at least cut the workload for the for the people. That's fine, whatever. But like just, just I just need it in my hands to just see what it's all about, okay? Because I I got I didn't think I was gonna get us, you know, a Series X. But you know, I got you know friends in high places, you know that 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 hook folks up really. Um, so we're gonna be playing that on the Series X, and we're gonna be watching YouTube videos on my PC as I play it. But it looks good. I mean, I'm, I'm excited life. for it, man. You know, I'm, I'm excited. You know, um, yeah, you know, CD Projekt Red. I mean, they, 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 they good in my book. You know, 
since the Witcher and all that good stuff, you know, it's a decent game if y'all haven't played. It's a top top ten all time. I, oh I my god, top 10. I'm getting a Woody right now. Thank you, sir. Shout out to Temper Proof. <laughs> I'm gonna see how many episodes consecutive we can mention him in like an organic <laughs> all way. All of them. <laughs> so shouts out to him. But um, but yeah, um, they just released the system requirements for it, and uh, actually, it's pretty cool. Uh, they did ray tracing and then ray tracing on were the two system requirements. So mm-hmm. uh, minimum for 1080p gaming uh, with ray tracing off, we're looking at low settings with a GTX 780 uh, mm-hmm. Intel Core i5, 8 gigabytes of RAM and 3 gigabytes of VRAM. So that's not too bad. I mean, that's not like a crazy rig by any means. Right. Um, and then for Ultra, you're looking at an RTX 3070. Um or RTX 2080 Super for your uh, full 4K. And if you're somewhere in the middle area, you're looking at high settings at 1440p with an RTX 2060. Now, here's my thing, whereas I'm rocking a little Razer laptop. Uh, it's got an right, RTX right. 2070 in it, but it's the mobile version, so it's not like as powerful as like a 2060 desktop. But I'm thinking... I'm thinking I should be in there. I'm thinking I could run 1440p at low settings. Now... I think I'm still gonna go PC. You're getting me my copy, so we 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 good either way out here. Man, maybe. But if I if I if I go Steam, I think I can run 1440p at medium settings. Um, and I think I'm gonna try to just get a stable 30, which I know it's weird because it's a PC. But if I can just get a stable 30, I'll be probably better than I would be on the Xbox One X because that's what I have, or the PS4 Pro, which you're gonna see framey 30 frames. So if I can at least get 30 at a clean 1440p at like minimum to high settings i won't be upset about that making the cinematic look because it's got per per object motion blur so it's gonna be a pretty clean Uh game anyway and we've only seen it at 30 we haven't even seen the game play it at anything more than 30 like there hasn't been any 60 60 fps footage so i think i could live with 30 on a on my pc with or my my laptop Hmm. without burning it out and still being at that nice 1440p so uh, i think that's what we might do out here might as well. What's what did you say the minimum, minimum was? Uh, minimum is for 1080p gaming. You're looking at a uh-huh. GTX 780, an Intel right. i5, or an AMD FX 830, uh, 8310. Nope, I I can't do that. My, <laughs> no, I, I got a 580. So, <laughs> oh, you're just under there. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So I got to run on on computer. I mean on um console. So never mind. Oh yeah, you're just under. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Well, rip to that then. Rest in peace. Yeah. You called it too. You said what? Looks like it's 28. Let's go, man. Not not doing that. Not doing that. I, I, fig- I figured it could. But it was, I mean, it probably could, but it'll be, mm, it'll just be, it'll probably just start smoking. So that's crazy. 1080p low. Yeah. You're right. You're mm. right under it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm. This will make him bet. Whatever. Get you. Exactly. To get you a, a very cheap PC, <laughs> but well, you get bragging rights, so you did it. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got the Series X, so you'll be all right, though. So, oh. um, yeah, yeah. So, Keanu, obviously. So, I guess the, what you were kind of alluding to, they sort of gameplay story trail that gave us our first look at like what the game is proper. So, um, basically, you start out either in the 
the Outland. You're kind of like a Mad Max character. Uh, right. You start as a street kid, or you can start as the uh, executive, the corpo life. Um, but basically, you do your first or a nomad or some shit. Nomad, like that. yeah, the nomad. Sorry, nomad, street kid, corpo. Those are your three paths. Basically, uh, you start out. You do your little tutorial mission, and uh, you're sent to steal something. You don't know what the fuck it is, uh, but comes to find out that it's a chip, and on the chip is the brain of Keanu Reeves. It's his. Yeah. It's his like essence or whatever it is, and. Uh, you don't know what to do with it, I guess. So you just like jack it into your head. So like now you're just seeing Keanu Reeves. Hmm. And uh, I think, I guess either he has information or the chip itself has like some world ending big money information that the other people need. And so now Keanu Reeves is kind of guiding you on revenge slash, you know, uh terrorist filled rampage across the city of, uh, or across the, the map of night city. So, uh, yeah, out. he'll be there pretty prominently as your head ghost holding it down. So, yeah, um, that's exciting, right? You're going to be doing yeah. a little caper with Keanu Reeves running around fucking Blade Runner. <laughs> it's kind of dope. Like, it looks like, like a companion, but like not, not like a physical one. So, yeah, um, that that's kind of tight. Like, I, I like that. I, I don't know if I've seen that before. And like, I'm pretty sure I, that has, that's not like an original idea, but that's um that's going to be kind of dope. Like, not because, you know, you know, usually... Fallout, you have like dog meat or right. like some some random follower like following around, just not doing the shit that they need to be doing. Exactly, like, it'd be like a digital person to okay, well, it's kind of like you're talking to yourself, but yep. like in like a different way. So that's kind of dope. I'm excited for that. Yeah, they're, they're playing with it. They're gonna like you said, it's it's not a physical person; it's a digital presence. Yep. So they can play with that. They can put them in weird places. Right. Uh, this is a spoiler, huge spoiler for Arkham Knight, but. If you haven't played, you haven't played a Wars. I'm gonna tell you, you know, you don't, you don't care about spoilers too much. But if you remember mm. in um, Arkham City, Joker dies at the end of that game, and so yeah. the whole conceit broke his and, neck. Yeah, broke his neck. Yeah, and the whole conceit in Arkham Knight is that the Joker's dead, but he's like in your brain. So they bring him back because the Joker's haunting you, and the whole mm. thing is that the Joker actually poisoned Batman to be a Joker, and he becomes the Joker at the end of that game. Um, but since he's haunting you, you see him just like pop up on the ledge and shit like that. So I'm hoping they'll mm. play with it kind of like that with this Keanu Reeves in your head um, in Cyberpunk. So hopefully they'll mm. they'll get you know creative and, and put yeah, it in, yeah, in, yeah. in strange places and shit like that. A mysterious entity. I like that. Keanu being, being fucking mysterious out here. I can't fucking wait. Well, yeah, that's the news, man. Four quick news stories with the very long uh, Star Wars chat with with our favorite <laughs> Jedi, TJ Ray Jacan out here. Um, so, yeah, we got a couple of cleanup items out here. Um, I kind of first want you to just take your moment because it's been, you know, it's been a come to Jesus moment, at least for me, as far as the, the doubting of the Star Wars stuff. And then, you know, Ray saying, I told you so. So I want to give you your chance to respond to this uh, this PC Gamer article that I sent you. Um, and I basically the long and the short of it is that SATA SSDs speeds are not very dissimilar from uh, the speeds that you're seeing on next gen consoles. So go ahead, Warriors, and <laughs> if you wanted to rant for a second about how your PC is just fine and and, the, and everyone else is just catching up to us. <laughs> yeah, like don't be listen. It's cool that y'all that you know you put them in the console, but this ain't no new shit. Y'all acting like. This just some new technology that y'all just found laying around, and y'all just came up on the only come up and like, you know what? Maybe people like this. Yeah, people want their goddamn games to load faster. Why wouldn't they want that, huh? So, like, I don't, you know, 
like Mark, I don't know what Microsoft and Sony was thinking about anywho when they first made these goofy ass console. Because if you take an Xbox One apart, the fucking space is just big enough to put in a fucking solid state drive. So the technology is already there, but why not put it in there? I mean, well, I guess because console games, I guess they were used to slow loading times, whatever, but don't be acting like y'all just didn't find like the goddamn holy grail of loading time, you shitheads. Yeah, so basically they did some tests with um with Assassin's Creed Valhalla and um which has been man quick tangent. I we kind of got into it a second ago with um with Rage and his Star Wars uh bit about you know the PS5 and PS4 backwards compat uh kind of things with Star Wars Squadron specifically, but uh Assassin's Creed Valhalla has been hugely and heavily um t- touted as like a best on Xbox kind of game, especially for the Series X, as all the Assassin's Creeds have been for the past few years. But Digital Foundry again, shouts out to you guys did a nice piece on um the performance and PS5 is actually edging it out a bit as far as like uh consistent 60 frames. Um so I'm saying that to say that Assassin's Creed Valhalla could be in a buggier state um, at this moment and not the cleanest. We know it has bugs, but it could not be as optimized because that game traditionally does run better on PC and then for consoles better on Xbox. So with that being said, they use Assassin's Creed Valhalla as like a test bench and basically everything got to the title screen in about 16 seconds. Um, Yeah. So that's across the board. That's the PS5. That's the Xbox Series X. That's a PCIe, which is what's similar to that. And then that's even the uh, 840 Pro SATA. So SATA being a more traditional SSD, right? SATA are the first SSDs. Then you got the PCIe's, which are the newer ones. And those are the ones that the Xbox Series X and uh, PS5 are based off. So, so, yeah, if you're out there in PC world, um, don't fret because consoles are really good, but they still are probably not going to outpace your uh, your rigs unless yeah. you have a 580. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, my like my, my computer, like, it's the, the Series X probably boots up, like, I don't know, like a half second faster yeah. than my computer. Just like you click, do it. All, all the difference is I got a lo- I got a login, put my password on my computer. Yeah, that's it. But I got like instant login on my Xbox, so you can skip all that. But it's almost the damn same. Yeah, I mean it's interesting because all the components that really push it anyway. I mean your computer is doing so much more yeah. than the Xbox and more than the PlayStation. You're multitasking. You got all these other things. Right. So like, you can kind of see how you're probably going to get more performance out of it anyway. So big bet. A um, cool. couple more notes here. GTA Heist, uh, they're coming out with the December 15th update. This is going to be the biggest one yet for you GTA fans. How? I know, right? <laughs> How is this game still around? 2013. It's still it's still topping the charts. And this has got me kind of worried and a lot of people out there who want GTA 6 before they die. <laughs> Since this is going to be the biggest update, they're going to add a new island. It's a whole new heist. You can do it by yourself. Yeah, it's never going to end. <laughs> no, it's never. It's not like... Why? If y'all keep buying this damn game, they're going to keep milking you for it and keep selling you these shark cards, yep. whatever the fuck they call. Like, just stop supporting it so we can get a new one. I don't want to, I, I ain't played this game in years. I don't I don't plan on playing it. Do you think that's going to happen? Like, if we, if everyone just like leaves GTA 5 alone, they'll be like, okay, well, here, like, they have six just like waiting to like go to print. And they're like, oh, we'll yes. that. We're fine. Yes. They got to have it already. They got it ready to go. They're just polishing up. They're just waiting. 
And they're just like, yeah, yeah, whenever y'all stop giving us y'all money, we got you. It's so weird because it's like the amount, the inordinate amount of money that Rockstar has now to throw into mm-hmm. GTA 6. And it's potential that they might not do it. But if they do it, it might be like, it could be, because I mean, right now, Cyberpunk is probably going to be the most ambitious game that we've seen in like a long ass time. Right. Mm-hmm. And to think that Cyberpunk is like, even or rather CD Project Red even pales in comparison to a rock star. Like they're about to get like CD Project is about to give us this fantastic open world game, you know? And by the way, I didn't mention it in the story, but uh Debs, not Debs, but uh uh the media, the press have gotten 16 hours with the game and so and people are like I mean, kind of worried about it. So far the, the reviews have been glowing, the previews rather, like they're like, no, right. no, this is this is as deep, this is as in, intriguing, this is as thought-provoking as what we thought it was. Like, no worries if people are like, uh, you know, getting weird about the delays and thinking that shit's weird. No, this is this is shaping up in the first 16 hours to be a really special game. So thinking about that context, again, context is, is king around here. Um, uh, Rockstar has the money to like go after something even bigger <laughs> with wow. GTA 6. People work. Don't, don't don't worry about cyberpunk. It's gonna be everything that you want it to be. Oh, thank you, words. I'm so fucking happy. Let's go, man. Yeah, man. Uh, last couple of notes. Embracer Group, um, THQ, uh, Nordic out there. They're doing some weird ass shit. They bought up 13 more studios. Um, Why? I believe Why? 11 of them. Yeah, it's weird, man. This is well. <laughs> it's so weird because this time they got 11 um, gaming houses, and then they got a production company, and then a uh, like a testing, like a like a testing house as well. So like. I don't know if they're just gonna make their own island and make their own games and test them and then advertise them, but they're setting up for some for some shenanigans. I think they said they have 135 projects in the works, um, and they've got mm. like I don't know a million employees now. So keep your eye on the Embracer Group; they may be taking over your life pretty soon. So, hmm. uh, I guess, yeah, it's weird. It's very strange, but I have to I guess put it in there because I mean you you're probably gonna be hearing a lot more about it in the next six to. Six to twelve months, uh, and then the last thing. Uh, so it's all good and well that we got Apple to do the thing, and I know Fortnite has something to do with it. But Tim Sweeney, the CEO of Epic Games, had a little foot and mouth situation because uh, he compared uh, their struggle and the struggle of uh, <laughs> of the devs to to Big Daddy Apple was uh, you know akin to like a a civil rights movement. <laughs> and, oh wow! And and directly invoking the you know the civil rights act and movements of. Uh, of uh, of America's past, so yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't. I have a story similar to that that I had to tell a guy at work, but with that story for another day. Ooh, I like it a little teaser out there. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I got you. Always good and bad. Uh, Tim Sweeney, just shut the fuck up, big dog. Apple yeah. made some moves, man. You good out here? All right, Bet Warriors. Uh, it's Friday. We're getting the work done. It's kind of late out here, but we chilling. Uh, what you got planned for the weekend? What we on? What's that? What's happening over there? I'm going to try to help my mom paint. That's and right. That's hopefully right. Hopefully, I can grind a little destiny because the raid is actually tomorrow at reset. So I'm gonna try to grind up my power so that I can try to go in there try to get a week one clear. Never gotten a week one clear, so I'm gonna try to do that this time. Speaking of temp, and you guys set a date, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Um. Don't. Well, we set a time frame. Okay. Uh, so you know we're gonna try to get in there, and you already know the other vibes. We out here grinding artifacts for Genshin, trying to mid max. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I know what you're saying. Yes, yeah. 
But those are all my plans. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um uh yeah, I gotta do some Destiny 2 as well. Um I played uh, a couple more missions. Apparently the the warlock got nerfed. Uh oh yeah. It's his melee attack that got nerfed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like the I think but this is I think it got nerfed in PvP. PvP? Mm. Yeah. But I think it's does it does different damage in each, but the distance is the is what people like it it's not the distance isn't as long as it isn't as far as it was. Because the melee shoots the little boat from the staff, right? I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and, and it appears that um rewriting the whole game, um, and they're able to do patches a lot faster now. So that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah, because it's it's less bloating. We were just talking about that. It's even yeah. faster on uh before mm-hmm. you got the series. That's actually. crazy. It's even faster like, on regular consoles. Yeah, so. that alone is is worth getting re-downloading that game. The speed at which that game loads up is is stupid. Yeah, I gotta I gotta get shots up there because it really does feel like a fresh game with everything kinda yeah. out of it or whatever. And we're seeing cool stuff too. I mean, I know th- I know we give the community shit because we think they're entitled fuckers that just want more and more they and more, and they kind of are they to are. that extent. Um, but I think Bungie's going to respond by taking out old gear from the loot pool and making it higher drop rates for the new gear, because that was a complaint we weren't getting newer gear from the loot drops or whatever it was. Uh, I mean, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I think that was, I think that was something I was reading. It was um, kind of just a footnote. I didn't want to go too far into it. But yeah, I think they're going to yeah. make the the new loot a little bit more prevalent in the game because I think people weren't really getting it. So yeah, man, I mean, shout out to Bungie. Destiny 2 uh, Beyond Light's been pretty fun. I jumped to the Cosmodrome today. Actually, uh, Steam has native support for the DualSense 5. So before we got in here, I uh, jumped in there just to see what's happening with the Cosmodrome. And I ran to that little, that little first little pit down there where you mm-hmm. we used to do a lot of farming back in DA1. Oh, so. oh, 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 loop farm. The little, yeah, so that was cool. Oh, loop cave, um, I got you. But yeah, mostly I'll be back on Spider-Man. I want to platinum it this weekend. I've got most of the trophies. I'm on my uh, New Game Plus run. Whereas you got to play, man. I want to get a review out this bad boy because it's. So I got you, man. Good. I got you. I I, shall, I might start that this weekend, actually. Yeah, give it a, give it a go. Give it a spin. Yeah, I got you. All right. Anything else you want to tell the kids? Before we get the fuck up out of here. Nah, man. You know, um, just play Genshin if you can. It's it's nominated for Mobile Game of the Year. Just so, just so y'all know. Oh, Genshin. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, that's what I've been because we we were there and I forgot to I because I, I mentioned Miles because that was my game, but I forgot to give you some Genshin love. But yeah, shouts out. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well worth it. It's in you best know, role just, playing as well. Genshin's probably yeah, everywhere listen, here, actually. I'm telling y'all, if you just want to get in for like an hour, do some fun, fun stuff, and quit. It's perfect game for you. Mm-mm. A game for the time managers out there, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Now they've made it where you can even, there's some items you can get. You can spend half the time. So now you can do everything in like 30 minutes, get off and go do something else. We're going to see how many consecutive episodes we can mention Temp organically and Warriors can say something about Genshin organically. So, Oh, this, this can go on forever, buddy. We'll be here to the end of time. <laughs> All right, then. Well, you yes. guys know what it is. <laughs> obliviouspod at gmail.com uh at obliviouspod one on twitter obliviouspod on instagram give us a like give us a follow drop us a line say hello tell us you love us all that good shit we out here man we doing the damn thing this is episode 11 of the oblivious games show uh me and Warriors out here we had our nice special guest host on here as well dj rage i can't come from behind the cursor to give us his feels about star wars you can tell he's got all of them 
he could have talked forever. Uh, I had to cut him off though, so I'm sorry, Rage. But yeah, you know how we do. So stick with us. Oh, I forgot to give the tease when he left. But if you want more uh, Star Wars content, roll over to Oblivious Presents. Uh, you can check out our Star Wars in review, where Rage talks for at least three hours every episode about Star Wars. So go check that out. Um, yeah, man. But we out here. Uh, we chilling. I'm trying to get a PS5. I got one more chance. That's Black Friday. Wish me luck out there. Wish me the best. Good luck, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, uh, for Rage, for Juarez, for Craig, I'm Jay. We are oblivious. And we out. The Oblivious Podcast is brought to you by Chris Rowland, Dustin Stokes, DeQuinza Morgan, and me, Jay Johnson. We write, produce, and host all content. The show is recorded remotely from Reading, Mississippi, Memphis, Tennessee, Jackson, Mississippi, and Chicago, Illinois. To contribute to our show or just to say hello, you can find us at ObliviousPod.com. There, you can find a link to our Patreon. Our email is ObliviousPod at gmail.com, Instagram at ObliviousPod, and Twitter at ObliviousPod1. To contact us individually, you can find us on Twitter at Rage I Can, at LaQuenza, and at Oblivious Stokes. I'll be on Instagram, at Chuki.